Divorce and widowhood are challenging, but they don't define your financial future. You can take proactive steps, get support, and you can regain control of your finances and build a secure future for yourself, your children, and create a legacy. Welcome. I am Camilla Jeffs, a 20-year student of money. I'm an introvert who started out broke and full of fear. Fast forward to today, where I've conquered the secrets of getting my financial house in order, become a professional investor, and built a business that supports my family. And I'm going to show you exactly how I did it. We're going to talk about getting in the game as a real investor, building a business to support you, and passing on wealth strategies to the next generation. Think of this as your one-stop shop for all things money. This is the Quiet Wealth Podcast. Hello, and welcome back to Quiet Wealth. I'm your host, Camilla Jeffs. And in today's episode, we're going to be talking about a topic that touches the lives of countless women around the world. And the topic is how to navigate the financial challenges of divorce and widowhood. These life-altering events can be very emotionally distressing, and they present an opportunity for women to take control of their financial future. So we're going to talk about this. We're going to talk about the impact that divorce can have on you, and we're going to talk about what you can do if this does happen to you or if it already has happened to you. And I'm going to tell you a couple of inspirational stories about women who have gone through divorce. And we're also talk about widowhood, what you can do to really take control of your finances if you do experience widowhood and another inspiring story. And then end it with some very concrete steps you can take if you're facing divorce or widowhood and tell you how you can empower yourself. So first, let's talk about the financial impact of divorce. This can have a profound impact on a woman's financial situation because suddenly you find yourself managing your finances independently, and that can be very daunting. It breaks my heart. I hear a lot of stories from women who go through a divorce in their prime, in their 40s and 50s, and it wrecks them. It absolutely wrecks them. And so I want you to consider a couple of key steps. So one of the things that you really need to do is to take inventory. You've got to figure out and know what assets you have and what debts you have. And you need to sit down and create a very detailed list of your financial accounts, any properties that you have, any liabilities, so that you know where you stand. This is crucial. And often, you know, if you were in a relationship with a spouse who took control of all the finances and you didn't have any say or, you know, and perhaps that was something that you guys agreed upon, but now you need to know. You need to know is your name on the deed to the house or is it not? And so those are things that you really need to figure out. And just FYI for you women who have not gone through a divorce or lost a spouse, you also need to do this. So you know what your financial situation is. The second thing that you can do if you're facing divorce is to seek professional advice. Absolutely consult a financial advisor or planner who specializes in 
divorce. They are out there. Make sure you find one who specializes in divorce to really help you understand what your financial options are and make informed decisions. The third thing you need to do is you're going to have to budget wisely. The hard thing here is that you're income and things are changing. So you have to get a budget that reflects your new financial reality. Be prepared because you're going to have to adjust your lifestyle and spending habits. And um, it's okay. It's okay to do that. You're going to probably feel like you're going backwards, but don't stress. Don't stress about that. Just take stock of where you are right now and what you need to do. And then the fourth thing you need to do is to update your own legal documents. You need to review and update your will. Who is your beneficiary? Because perhaps your beneficiary was your ex-husband and you want to change that to be your children or your parents or you know your sister, something like that. And any other legal documents to reflect your post-divorce situation. So make sure you find and work with those professionals. So I want to tell you a story, inspirational story. It's pretty remarkable. And it's it's a true story of a woman in her 50s who lost her husband and then went on to become a millionaire. This is the story of Joy Mangano. And her journey is a testament to innovation, resilience, and having an entrepreneurial spirit. So Joy Mangano's life took a dramatic turn. In her late 40s and early 50s, she experienced a very difficult divorce and she faced financial struggles. She became a single mother of three children and she was determined to create a better future for her family. And so in the early 1990s, she was working as a booking agent for QVC, which is a home shopping network. I'm sure many of you are familiar with that. And she came up with a groundbreaking idea for a self-ringing mop. So she recognized the need for a more efficient cleaning tool and one that would really simplify the household chores. So she didn't have any experience in product design, manufacturing, finance, any of that. She just had an idea and decided to bring her invention to life. She had sheer determination because she had limited financial resources. And so she just worked tirelessly to develop and patent her self-ringing mop. And she named it the Miracle Mop. But, you know, her journey didn't end there. She faced a ton of challenges, including securing funding to actually manufacture the product, convince retailers to stock it on their shelves. It was a lot, but she just kept pursuing. She just kept pushing through and, and going for it. Joy's breakthrough came when QVC, remember she worked for QVC, they agreed to let her demonstrate the Miracle Mop on their network. And she knew this was her golden opportunity. So she became super passionate and convincing and she demonstrated on air and she won over the viewers and the Miracle Mop became an instant success. That's funny. I shouldn't use the word instant success because she'd been working on it for years, right? But I think sometimes we feel like somebody is an instant success because suddenly the thing that they've been working on takes flight. But it wasn't long before she sold millions of mops and she became a household name and a millionaire on her own. 
But she didn't stop at the Miracle Mop. She went on to invent a whole bunch of other household products like huggable hangers and the Forever Fragrant line. And so she had so many ideas, but she combined those ideas with resilience and work ethic to become a very highly successful entrepreneur. And in fact, in 2015, they made a movie about her. It's the movie's called Joy, and it stars Jennifer Lawrence as the main character. And so the movie portrays her incredible journey, highlighting her ability to like overcome adversity and achieve that remarkable success. Joy Mangano's story, it's a powerful reminder that it's never too late to pursue your entrepreneurial dreams and achieve financial success. You know, even after facing very significant life challenges, her determination, Her innovative thinking allowed her to become a self-made millionaire in her 50s and an inspiration to a ton of other aspiring entrepreneurs. Now let's talk about widowhood, the financial transition of widowhood. And it's a pretty profound and often unexpected life transition. So my mother-in-law is going through this right now. Unfortunately, we lost my father-in-law three months ago. He and my mother-in-law flew out to Dallas to visit us to come watch the kids in their region tennis tournament. And unfortunately, he collapsed and we rushed him to the hospital and he never made it home. It's been a profound experience, a profound transition for our family and one filled with many emotions, right? And so coping with grief while managing finances can be very overwhelming. And the nice thing is that my mother-in-law has her children surrounding her and she and my father-in-law's relationship was one where they did not share financial information. So he led, he did all of the finances and she didn't know what was happening. So he would just tell her when she could spend money and when she couldn't. And and so then that was the norm. That was the norm for them. You know, he, he was 72 when he passed this year. She's about the same age. And so we've been working diligently, and especially the oldest son in the family has been working diligently to help his mom figure out all the finances. So there's a lot to navigate because you're devastated and have a lot of grief, but you still have to navigate that period, right? And I remember when we were in the hospital, we were trying to figure out and make sure that the mortgage was going to be paid so she wouldn't get kicked out of her house and, you know, and all of her bills and, you know, utilities and things like that. So here's some things you can do to navigate this challenging period. So first, lean on support, right? Just like my story I told about my mother-in-law. Don't hesitate. Reach out to friends and family for emotional support. You don't have to go through this alone. The second thing to do is to assess all of your financial resources. So you're going to need to identify your sources of income, like life insurance, right? Survivor benefits and any joint accounts that you had with your spouse. And so I would start by just making a list of all of these and then just writing next to the list, you know, changes that need to be made, right? As obviously if there's a joint account and um, your spouse is no longer living, there's a change that needs to be made there. And just a tip is you need to have the death certificate in order to do a lot of this. So make sure you get a lot of death certificates. The third thing you want to do is just minimize debt. So if you have debt 
if you and your spouse had debt, make sure you prioritize paying off any high interest debts. And then you can consider consolidating or refinancing if it makes sense, but definitely talk to a financial advisor. And then you really do need to plan for the future. You got to evaluate your long-term financial goals and then consider working with a financial advisor who specializes in widowhood to create a new financial plan. I just want to honor that there is a lot of grief, right? Like we're feeling grief. I'm I'm emotional today talking about it. And it's important to not wait to work on the financial transition because we all know that if bills don't get paid then you get behind there's just there's a lot of things that can happen so really lean on support don't try and do this on your own let your family and friends and colleagues help you through this time now i want to tell you a story and it's an inspirational story right of a woman who lost her husband and she went on to become a millionaire, and her name is Janice Bryant Howroyd. Now, Janice's journey started in her 20s when her husband passed away, when she was in her 20s, leaving her to raise their two children on her own. And so Janice was obviously devastated. I mean, I can't imagine losing my husband so early in life, but she faced the challenging situation head on and really began looking for opportunities to provide for her family. And in 1978, she got a $900 loan from her mother and she founded a company called Act One Personnel which was a staffing agency in Beverly Hills, California. She started small. She was working out of her garage and she tirelessly built her business from the ground up. So Janice was committed to delivering top-notch staffing services to her clients and providing job opportunities to her community, which is pretty cool impact that you get to have. One of the things I love about being a business owner myself is I get the opportunity to provide jobs for other people. And I get to pay them and I feel, and I'm grateful every time I get to pay them. So Janice was dedicated to her business and she worked hard to learn how businesses run. So Act One personnel expanded rapidly and Janice's reputation for excellence in the staffing industry really grew. And she really understood the importance of embracing technology, even back then, right? Even in the 80s and staying ahead of the curve in the in the job market, which is always changing. So over the years, she started to diversify her business interests, right? So she expanded her staffing agency, and then she went into other industries like technology, real estate, and consulting. And she founded the Act One Group, which pulls together various companies that specialize in talent and workforce solutions. She was also highly committed to diversity inclusion in the workplace, and that became a real cornerstone of her success. 
I love this because when I was working in HR, I was on the diversity inclusion community and it was my favorite thing to be part of those clubs and helped found the LGBTQ club in one of my companies and the the Black Entrepreneurs Club. Like there were so many amazing clubs that we got to be a part of. Janice really championed equal opportunities for all, regardless of their background, regardless of their circumstance. And that really resonated with clients and and employees. And so by the early 2000s, Janice Bryant Howroyd became the first African-American woman to own a billion-dollar company. And she came from being a single mother, right? Facing adversity and and lost that. And she became a self-made millionaire and business icon. And she still serves as an inspiration to countless individuals. Janice's story here just really showcases the potential for personal and financial growth after adversity. But it also underscores the importance of hard work, perseverance, you know, strong belief in your own abilities to achieve extraordinary success. So regardless of whether you're facing divorce or widowhood, taking control of your financial future is essential. And I've got a couple of ideas on how you can empower yourself. So number one is financial literacy. That's why I have my podcast. That's why I'm so passionate about teaching women this financial literacy, because educating yourself about finance and money matters. Money is something we use every day. Okay. So you need to know how it works. And the better you know how it works, the better you can use it and have it serve you in better ways. So read all the books, take courses, go to workshops. All of these things can help you build knowledge and confidence to make really good financial decisions. The next thing you need to do is make sure you have an emergency fund. That's a basic, right? Emergency funds need to be in place to cover unexpected expenses, or provide a safety net during really challenging times. We have used our emergency fund when my husband got laid off. We used our emergency fund when our car blew up, you know, well, it didn't actually blow up, right? (laughs) I'm being dramatic. But we have had to dip into our emergency fund at at several times during our 25-year marriage. And so it's important to have that in place. And then when you dip into it, make sure you build it back up. Don't just... (laughs) Don't just leave it. Okay, third thing you need to do is invest for the future. Invest now. Don't wait. My dad always says now is the best time, right? So when's when's the best time to plant a tree? 20 years ago. When's the next best time? Today. Do it today. Consider investing to build wealth over time. You have to understand your risk tolerance And then explore investment options that really align with your goals. And I'm going to provide you a lot of strategies for investing as we go along. And in fact, in my academy, Primetime Wealth Academy, we talk about this a lot. We talk about how to invest and where to invest and what to invest in and what to avoid in investing. And so consider joining that as well. There'll be a link to that in the show notes, but consider coming and joining the Primetime Wealth Academy. And then 
professional guidance, right? Don't hesitate. Seek professional financial advice, right? A financial advisor, they can provide you personalized strategies and really help you achieve that financial security that you're looking for. That's why I'm so excited that I have partnered with a professional financial advisor who serves women in their prime. And so she and I have created the Primetime Wealth Academy together in order to really serve more people because, you know, she was serving them on a one-on-one basis, which is fantastic. And we are still committed to serve, you know, giving personalized strategies, but we have much greater desire for greater impact. And so that's why we are creating this academy so that we can create just a lot of impact for women in their forties and fifties. And we know that there's a lot of different challenges that you experience. Like this episode today was just addressing widowhood and divorce. So thank you so much for joining us on this episode of Quiet Wealth. Remember, divorce and widowhood are challenging, but they don't define your financial future, right? You can take proactive steps, get support, and you can regain control of your finances and build a secure future for yourself, your children, and create a legacy, right? So stay empowered. Until next time, take care. Thanks so much for joining me on the Quiet Wealth Podcast. If you want more, head on over to camillajeffs.com forward slash podcast to get the show notes and dive into other episodes. While you're there, be sure to grab the free guide to building wealth. And if you know a friend who is struggling with money, please send this episode to them. Let's share the wealth in as many ways as we can. Until next time, much success.